Well, welcome to Golder Time, a podcast delivered by yours truly, proud head of school at Newark Charter School, Sam Golder. We are here in Newark, Delaware, speaking to you. We'll have guests today. Of course, Golder Time will air monthly and explore educational themes and topics at the local and national level. Include fun and interesting things happening right here at the school. And again, have guests that match even our teachers and our own students. What a fun way for our stakeholders to hear from the school and promote all the amazing things we have going on. And it has been a spectacular start to the school year. We continue to experience that spectacular start. Fall is now officially upon us, and as the leaves start to turn color and the mornings become just a bit more chilly, it brings amazing things right here to the school. It's exciting times. Did you know that the fall brought us an amazing production of the play Clue at the high school? The classic whodunit had crowds on the edges of their seats, and we will have special guests later in the show from that fall production. Did you know that we held an amazing bocce tournament sponsored by the Special Olympics? Our student-athletes demonstrated exemplary sportsmanship and talent on a beautiful day at Robert W. Gore Stadium. And speaking of fall sports, have you checked out cross-country at the high school, field hockey, boys' soccer? Have you taken a look at the records of our girls' volleyball team? Because our teams combined at the time of this recording are 26 wins, 6 losses, and 3 ties. When you combine those records, that's got to be amongst the best in the state of Delaware. Roll pats to our fall athletes that are just doing one heck of a job on the athletic field. Did you know that earlier this week, or last week, we had 80 students inducted into the National Honor Society for exemplifying the traits of scholarship, character, leadership, and service? Proud of those students. And finally, did you know that the fall also brought an amazing multicultural festival to our Mies campus with food, games, and presentations from countries all over the world? Personally, I especially love the food from the Philippines table and visited there three different times. Hey, that reminds me of a good geography joke the Philippines does. What city always cheats on exams? Hmm. What city cheats on exams? Peking. Get it? Peking, China. Like Peking? Cheating on an exam? Peking? Uh, Oh, well. We'll keep the, the jokes coming. My fans tell me they like the jokes, so I'm not stopping them. All of my many fans, that is, tell me they like the jokes. You know, one of the things I love most about Newark Charter is that we offer so many wonderful activities for our students. The education of the whole child is something in which I strongly believe. Today, we are fortunate enough to have Zahara Ali with us today to talk about the activities we offer at the high school. Welcome to the show, Zahara. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have a sophomore here to talk to us about her story. Now, you've only been here for two years, so... This is great for you to talk to everyone about your experiences here at Newark Charter. Yes, definitely. My first question for you is, can can you explain for our listeners what exactly activity period is and what do you do for this half hour each day? So activity period is a designated 30-minute time daily. 
um, for high school students at Newark Charter School, which can be used for extra help if you need it, but it is generally used for clubs. Now, how many students participate in the activity period? Yes, it is for every high school student. Interesting. Do you have to go to the same one every day, or can you switch this up? No, you can switch it up. You can go to different clubs and even you don't have to go to every club meeting. Like you can go get some extra help from math if you need it or science. Depends on the day. Really cool idea from the high school. Some people know it's hard to stay after school for clubs and activities. So the opportunity to do it during the school day is really nice. Yes, definitely. What activities have you been a part of and what is your favorite thing about each one? So last year, my freshman year, I did a variety, um, a variety of activities to kind of scope what I wanted to continue doing for the rest of high school. But my favorite clubs are definitely Model United Nations, Muslim Student Association, Black Student Union, and Student Interfaith Association. So my favorite thing about Model United Nations are the conferences and discussing politics in general. For BSU and MSA, the reason is very similar. There is a very strong sense of community in that you're in a setting where you're, um, where you're with other students who can relate to you regarding lived experiences. And for Student Interfaith Association, I would say that my favorite thing is that it brings people together, um, people of different religions and forms a bond between people who practice them. Which in this current world, obviously, is really an amazing thing to have happen. It's really needed. Now, why is it important for students to participate in opportunities outside of the regular educational setting? Why, why, is that, why is that critical for our kids? Well, clubs and competitions really help you gauge what you have an interest in. So when you're going into college and further education, you're not going in blind. These clubs will also really help you make new friends and connect with people you wouldn't typically connect with because of classes, scheduling, and whatnot. And if you belong to specific communities, clubs can really help you feel represented. That's amazing. And so wonderful for our students to have those opportunities. Now, let me ask you this. We have so many different activities, such a variety. Are there any activities you wish we could offer at Newark Charter School? What are we still missing? I genuinely feel like we have every single club there is to offer. We have <laughs> dozens, and even if there is a club that you want that isn't there, you could definitely start it. But in terms of clubs that I wanted to join in high school, I haven't like come across a club that I wanted to join and we don't have. So basically, if you can't find something here, you're, you're telling me you got to have your head checked. You're going to find something here at Newark Charter. Definitely, definitely. Well, Sahara, thank you for being on the show. We have such cool kids here at Newark Charter School. Thank you so much. Tell how you got here today. It's actually a really interesting story. Oh, so I was in biotechnology class, and Mr. Golder walked in, and I had um, always been listening to the podcast, and I really wanted to be on it. So when I saw him, I just asked him if I could be on it straight up. And my teacher also talked to Mr. Golder, and then he emailed me, and now here I am. It's just that simple, fans. All you have to do is see me in the hallway, come up with a good idea, and you too could be on the Golder Time podcast. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. We're about to come back with some more student interviewees in just a moment. Yes, thank you. Bye. Remember I mentioned earlier today that we had a super cool production of the classic play Clue? Well, guess what? I'm surrounded by some famous people today. We are surrounded by three of the actors from the play. We have Noah McDerby, who played Wadsworth, Emily Callahan, who played Miss Scarlet, and Joey Tosh Morelli, who played the hilarious Colonel Mustard. They're here with us today on Golder Time. Welcome to the show, guys. 
Hi. Thank you for having us. You know, the show was amazing. I came the first night with my two little girls, and they were on the edges of their seats the entire night trying to figure out the whodunit. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about who you are on Golder Time. What was most fun about playing the character you played in the play Clue? All right. uh, Hi, I'm Joey. Uh, I think my my favorite part of the whole production was just Hanging out with the tight-knit like cast at every rehearsal, we all had a lot of fun. Um, I'm Noah, and I gotta say, I think the best part of doing, especially uh, a play, was that it was a lot more enjoyable for being able to have a lot more work with doing lines and running scenes versus worrying so much about singing and all the music we usually comes for the traditional musical we do here, and having just a lot of time to have more of the acting aspect, which I personally enjoy more than singing. It was definitely a very good experience for me. Hi, I'm Emily, and honestly, I've got to agree with Joey that the best part of being in Clue was the cast and getting to be in rehearsal with them and watching them go in character and then immediately jump out to join in conversation with other people. The characters are amazing in Clue. When I think back to my younger days watching the movie, they all have such unbelievably unique personalities uh, just just clearly who they are uh, and so fun to watch. I think, you know, when you see a show like you were in and you only see the finished product, you think it's so amazing. It's hard to understand how much time and energy went into a production like this. You know, what was your schedule? How many hours did this take you and, and how hard was it to, to handle that schedule as full-time students? So for the especially for the play is it's a lot more time I think than for the musical especially with having only about a month a little over a month to have rehearsals before the play actually started. Um, we had a lot more of a dense and consistent schedule of Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and even a couple Fridays instead of having a more loose schedule compared of the musicals where you could maybe only have one or two or maybe two or three rehearsals a week, um, especially if you're an ensemble versus, you know, lead roles. So having a lot more rehearsals definitely took up a lot more time, but I think it was still well worth it because it was a schedule that was definitely necessary with the time frame we had for our performance. So how long was a rehearsal? You know, what, what does a day look like? What's a typical Tuesday night? Usually we stay about 2.30 to 5. But then when Tech Week rolled around, that was 5 to 9 every day of the week. And sometimes we would show up half an hour early or a lot of times we stayed half an hour late to clean up and everything. So for all you budding actors and actresses out there, this is, this is no joke. A lot of work goes into this. Talk a, a little bit about your character. All three of you did such an amazing job uh, in the show. Tell me a little bit about your character and what was it like to play them? Do you have any traits like your character? Um, so I played Colonel Mustard, and he's not. He, I'm relieved he was described in the like the script as a, like a dense, pompous <laughs> military man. And um, just reading on that re- first read through, we had so much. I had so much fun with the character because he's just he's like he does not pick up on anything. He like he doesn't understand what other people say sometimes and just takes everything literally. So um, while I don't like to think that I was typecast, I, don't, I hope that people don't think I'm that way. Um, it was a lot of fun just being able to like joke around like that and like 
kind of act stupid in front of everybody else. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. One of the best lines uh, in the movie, and I believe this was in the play also, is, uh, are you trying to make me look stupid in front of the other guests? It's a great line. Yeah, I definitely had a lot of fun with that one. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. So for playing Wadsworth, um, I believe in the description of the character, very much so is the classic British butler, not very much on the outside of like more about the character, which you know you actually see through the play's progression. It's definitely not a traditional kind of character um, with a lot of like underlying you know plot and elements to him. But I, it was definitely interesting to actually have to work with doing in accents and having to play both you know calm, collected, but also very much a bit of an erratic like. Um, nervous wreck for especially as the play goes on because I tried to really play into the whole very much out of my element losing composure and stuff like that as the elements of the play went forward but um, I mean I like to think that I'm also for the most part pretty calm and collected but it was definitely a different level of almost formality because I had to treat it less as me playing a character and more like doing an actual job and trying to, I had to actually be very careful and considerate, actually, you know, taking coats, pouring drinks, and everything like that. So it was less of a, um, it's, I didn't have the party elements as the other people on stage and had to treat it much more of a job and keeping everything in control, which was very interesting and very enjoyable. Of course, Emily, you played the very confident Miss Scarlet. Yes, I did. And I've got to say, Honestly, it didn't feel like feeling didn't feel like playing a character half the time. Half the time it was most of the time honestly, it was just me <laughs> being confident, being feminine, being sassy, which I like to do off stage anyways. <laughs> so, I felt very in my comfort zone with that character. That's cool. So, if you had to think of a favorite line from Miss Scarlet, what's your favorite line? I've got to say, mm-hmm. my favorite one is more of an interaction. It's the whole um, is that true? No, it's not true. That Part because just the delivery for everyone in that part and the the line itself is really funny. It is, and you have to be so quick witted when when you deliver those lines. The whole scene with with the confusion over the gun, with uh, uh, the whole scene is there someone in this house? Uh, one plus two plus two plus one uh, with the bullets. Uh, so many different scenes that just make you laugh. So how about you, Noah? Did you have a favorite line from the show? Um, it's kind of hard to choose just one line. I What I really liked more wasn't either just like one specific line, but how many special interactions I had with many of the characters. So instead of it being like having as many one-liners or very, um, I guess, notable lines that really were distinct for my character, it was more of helping other characters have those moments. I with Colonel Mustard, with our arguing of who is, is there anybody else in the house after all the murders take place or the ending with Miss Scarlet with you know, the famous like uh, quite frankly Miss Scarlet I don't give a damn like I you know so very I did have well I did have lines like that I think just having interactions with the other characters to give them like those like very like famous moments for their characters was kind of my favorite part of doing it and how about you Joey because Colonel Mustard has several moments that make people laugh out loud I, I think it's, it has to be between 
when I'm asked, are you a real colonel? And I go, I am, sir. <laughs> and um, when they're, like, the motorist knocks on the door and I have to go, interrogation is my specialty. Because, um, I'm going to have to go with, like, I am, sir, because I would make the, other, the rest of the cast laugh uh, off stage usually because I, I just was able to use that in so many situations and the fact that it was quoting from the show just made it even funnier that might be a joey catch line forever yeah hopefully <laughs> so what advice obviously you have some experience in theater or, or you wouldn't get to to play these great parts what advice would you give to younger students who want to be involved with theater um i mean i'd say just like just go for it i mean like you for the musical or the play, like whatever, whichever one you want to go for, um, like for the musical, you can try out for the like intermediate school and um, middle school productions, and those are always. I, I felt like those were like a really good start to like learn how to be on stage and just like interact with other actors. And then like when, but even if you don't do that, just when you get up to the high school and when the auditions are announced, just yeah, sign up and like just give it your best shot. Worst they can, worst you, that happens is you aren't on the cast list, and then you can try again next year. Any other advice from Emily or Noah on what to, what to tell a youngster who's looking to get into theater? Well, I know personally for me, I, I'm not very much into, I guess, watching musicals or doing theater outside of school like some of my other cast members are, but I, that doesn't Im- impair my ability at all because I first started with junior high musicals and. Even if you're a little bit nervous when it comes to auditions and stuff, auditions are the most nerve-wracking part of the musicals. Even now, like, I get very nervous when I go to audition, even though I've been doing it for so many years. But getting into the show and being able to do everything together with your friends and new people is makes it really fun and easy to get into. So it's never you never have to worry about not knowing how to sing, not really having any experience, or even just not really knowing as many people, because very quickly you learn all those different things and meet the people who who will be doing this with you for many years to come. How about you, Emily? I've got two daughters, one of which is very interested in theater. What should I tell her? Well, I've been doing theater for over 12 years at this point, and the biggest piece of advice that I hear every single show that I do, every audition, every year, is make big choices. You'll go into an audition, and maybe it's an audition for a very dramatic drama kind of role. Then go in there and sob on the floor uncontrollably, and you want the director to tell you, I want to bring you back. For Clue, we want to make the jokes funny. You have to go in, and you have to throw that joke out there, make a face, and make a pose on stage, and the director will tell you to bring it back. But if you don't bring that there, the director can't see what you're capable of. So when you go in an audition... Like, if you go on audition for a musical, show the character in your voice. If you're going for acting, go in there and strike a pose with the line or try to deliver it funny to the audience. Make those big choices so the director can see what you can do. Love that. Really interesting. So what's next for each of you? Are you, are you all seniors? No. I'm a sophomore. Sophomore for Colonel Mustard. What's next for the two seniors, Noah and Emily? Theater like next wise? year. Theater-wise or? In general. General, I want to pursue psychology. I would like to keep theater in my life as well because it's been such a big part of my life. But I also want to go into psychology. My main thing is to help people. So like in the, for next year when I graduate, well, I'm graduating this year. For next year when I go to college, I'd like to get a major in psychology. Awesome. 
How about you, Noah? So I plan on going in for a major in mechanical engineering or perhaps some other field if I tend to end up switching in college. But um, I plan on going to hopefully UD for my undergrad and then go further on to grad school and stuff like that um, to kind of fully flush out my education. But um, I do, after the play this year, I never really had interest in doing shows outside of school or in college, especially musicals. After doing the play and having this experience and really seeing how enjoyable it is, I definitely plan on potentially getting into community or college theater and plays and performances um, just to try out, see, see, see what it's like in college level. But I do have an idea of potentially trying to keep on with doing this for at least through college. And Joey, are we able to look forward to more Joey Tosh Morali performances over the next couple of years? Yes, you are. I will... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to audition for Cinderella this year. Um, I'll probably keep auditioning for the play and the musical in, until I'm a senior. Um, I'm, with Noah, after doing this play, I kind of feel like I want to try out for some community theater and like not, not just sticking with the school shows. But um, for now, I'm just going to try and focus with getting A's in my APs. As you should. It's interesting. We have several more productions for this year, but next year you'll be performing in our state-of-the-art 600-seat Performing Arts Center at the high school. Yes, we are. I'm very excited for that. So this kind of reminds me of a good theater joke. You might not know this because you've never listened to my podcast, admittedly, uh, but we do bad jokes during the podcast. So why couldn't the nine-year-old watch the pirate movie? Any thoughts? Why couldn't the nine-year-old watch the pirate movie? It was rated R. Arg. It was rated Arg. <laughs> Thank you so much for laughing at my theater joke. My jokes are often the highlight of the show on Golder Time. And thanks to all of our listeners today for tuning in. Thank you to Emily Callahan, Noah McDerby, and Joey Tosh Morelli, our famous actors from the Fall Play Clue. And just one last plug for our monthly Head of School Award. Our first winner was Emily Dallas, first, I'm sorry, third grader, who found $40 on the ground at Friday Night Lights and wanted to turn that $40 back into her first grade teacher, Miss Brainerd, in one of the sweetest things I've ever heard. Thank you to Emily for winning the first Student Head of School Award. And our first Adult Head of School Award was won by Miss Jessica Lawhorn, who did a phenomenal job opening our concession stand for Friday Night Lights and just does great work every day here, keeping our nutrition department rolling smoothly. So thank you, fans, once again for listening to Episode 3 of Golder Time. Can I hear you say, Roll Pats? Have yourself a great New York Charter Day. Intro and outro music provided by Christopher and Jonathan Barry. We thank them. <laughs>